Blog Talk Radio. Hello, hello. Welcome to Victorious Way of Life. I am your host, Georgette Mayberry. How is everybody? Thank you for joining in. I have an awesome talk topic um, to um, to talk about today. Um, it's awesome to me because um, how God worked it out. Um, want to talk about walking in forgiveness. Walking in forgiveness and what God had did for me. It's not, you know, we go through a lot of things, you know, on our daily basis. Some things we have to come face to face, and it's hard to deal with. But I had one thing that happened to me when I first um, got sick in 2010. I've told this story in um, previous episodes, um, a portion of it. But I was sick, and from my neck all the way down to my right side to my feet, my foot, excuse me. And I couldn't barely walk. I couldn't lift my hand. I had to take my left hand when I couldn't hardly move that to move my right hand and pick it up. I didn't have no movement. And at this time, um, I was unable to really drive. I was limited to where I went. And um, as I was driving, I got in the car, I was driving, I went to go see my dad because he was sick in the hospital, and I went to go see him. My When my dad was in the hospital, there were times where the hospital would call me because they couldn't handle him. They didn't want to deal with him. Um, he was too much to handle, <laughs> so they would call me. So I would have to go up there in the process before I even got sick. This was going on. So at this moment, I'm dragging myself, walking, trying to make it and drag my leg and um, getting in the car, stiff, numb, and can't really move, and then have to pick my leg up to push on the pedal and pick it up. When I get to the, the light and pick it up and stop on the the red, um, I mean, stop on the, the brakes <laughs> for the when the light turned red. And on my way to the hospital, I get to the hospital trying to find a parking space and everything, and I get out, can barely make it. I'm going to the hospital inside the entrance, and I'm just dragging along, dragging along, dragging along. I had two other people that were with me. I get in there, and we were happy to see each other, say hello, how you doing, you know, out of love and everything. So during this process, as I was sitting there, my dad had just mentioned that, you know, to take his car to go get some gas for my car for me because I came up there, all the way up there to see him. There was nothing that he owed me or anything, but that was how his heart was. And I had told him no, and he says, no, I want you to do this. And I said, okay. So we went, you know, to get the money. We couldn't get it because he gave us the wrong head. We came back and let him know, and that's where everything kind of changed. And 
he said that that was the right PIN number, but it wasn't the right PIN number. So then he started arguing with me, and then I said, okay, look, I said, I'm going to leave. I said, it's okay. So then he kept ranting, going on, going on, and we left, and I think it was like two days later. I get a call. It was from the Adult Protective Services, and they asked to speak to me. I said, this is me. Um, You're speaking to her. And the lady went on to explain to me the situation that, and she says, well, you're being investigated because um, you have been stealing funds from your father. And I was kind of stunned when I heard it. (laughs) And I'm saying to myself, I said, no, that's, that's not true. And then I told the lady, I said, that's not true. And she said, well, she has to investigate to find out what's going on because he's made a claim into the office. So I said, okay. I said, do what you have to do. Because in back of my mind, I knew that that wasn't true. And I'm speaking to God at the same time the lady's talking to me. And I said, God, this isn't true. I said, I'm being accused of something that I didn't do. So when the lady, I hung up with the lady, then my dad called me because he was in the process of being transported from the hospital to the rehabilitation center. And so I asked him the question. I said, did you call those people and lie and said that I was taking money from you? And he got very offensive and, no, I didn't call. I don't know what you're talking about, you know. And and um, I said, look, I'm not going to be on the phone with you. I'm not going to argue with you. I'm not going to talk to you, you know, about the situation. I said, I'm just asking you a question. Did you or didn't you? I said, there's nobody else, I said, that could have said anything but you. And so we got into a, a confrontation. We got into an argument. And we both said things that that shouldn't have been said. Now, at this time, I'm still feeling bad as, as I'm talking to him, but I'm hurt because of the, the simple fact is I was accused of something that I didn't do. And I know in my heart and in my mind I didn't do it. You know, and I told him of the last thing I did say to him, I said that this is a big accusation. I said, do you know this is a felony charge? I said, do you know what can happen by you just saying this, by you just, by this one lie? So after then he hung up on me and that was the end of that for about maybe a month later, he called me. Um, twice I didn't pick up because you know I'm so hurt but I knew I didn't do anything but anytime that you're going through and you're being investigated like that you have to be very very careful of the things that you do because any anybody can say well she's calling him 
even though they may not have the record of the conversation that you and him are are talking about, but they still can accuse you of something else. So I stepped back and I said, God, I said, I know that you're a man that, that you a man that you wouldn't lie. And I said, your word is your word. I said, you're going to speak for me. I stood, I stood on the word of God, believing and trusting and knowing who he was, that he was going to bring me through <laughs> this situation. So the Lord started easing my mind. And he started walking me um, in forgiveness, and I and I start thinking about forgiveness, and I start speaking forgiveness. I said because I, I I said I didn't do anything wrong. I said but I know that this is a testimony. But the reason that I stood back, another reason is because I had to step back so God can move in this situation. I think it was three months later that I got a call from the same lady that was they were doing the investigation. I got a call from her, and she asked to speak to me. I said, this is her. And she said, I just want you to know that the charges were dropped. And he called in and said, you never did it. Glory be to God. Because one thing that I didn't know, without a shadow of a doubt, that I didn't do it. <laughs> and and the one thing I will say is, I wouldn't have done that to my father because I love my father. My father's always been good to me. He was always great in my eyes. When I was young, I had everything a girl would want. I had two bedrooms to myself, you know, and I've always saw my father. There were times when we did not get along. And, and his walk, his journey um, through my years, but we would always come together and we would always make up. But that didn't change the love that I had. But I had compassion through this situation, through the whole three months. I had compassion, though, because the one thing that, I kept saying to God, I said, God, he's a soul. I said, and that's the most important thing to me is his soul being saved. It's his soul making it in. I said, Lord, I forgive him. I said, but, Lord, (laughs) I know you're going to bring me out of this situation. I know. And he made a way out of no way. He came through. He really showed up and showed out. (laughs) But then I think it was when the lady called me, it was like about um, 20 minutes later where my dad, he called me. And I, I, I was sitting on the couch, I'll never forget. And I was looking, I looked at the phone and I was like, I don't know if I should answer. I said, <laughs> I said, I don't know. I don't know. I said, because, you know, I don't want to go through no more stuff and, you know. But then I wound up picking the phone up. I really genuinely felt my father's heart. I felt his heart that he was really sorry. He apologized, and he said, yeah, I did call him. And he apologized to me. And we really left it at that. We just went on the conversation and everything because there was really nothing else to really um, be said about the situation. Yeah, what was done, what was done. 
but I could have went on and carried on. You know, why did you do this? You know, such, such, such. We didn't have to go down that route because of the compassion that was in me that I had because my main concern was after a while I was like, his soul needs to be saved. That was the one thing that I was worried about was his soul. I said, Lord, I understand what's going on with me. I understand that I'm being investigated. I understand I'm being accused. I said, I understand that even though I felt betrayed. I said, I understand it even though I'm hurt. I said, I understand. I said, but his soul needs to be saved. That's what I was worried about. That's what was important to me was his soul being saved. And so I talked to talked to my dad, and we were, you know, on that same conversation. And we went through the prayer. He rededicated his life to the Lord. And, you know, he told me he felt so good. And it was just an awesome, awesome thing. It's very important to forgive and not hold it inside of you not carry that grudge. It's very important to walk in forgiveness, to have compassion for somebody else. Yes, it may be hard. That was a hard pill to swallow. It really was. Because when you're dealing with somebody else that doesn't really know what happened, they wasn't there, they they didn't see. Now, I had two witnesses, but these people that were investigating, they didn't see. They don't know. They just, they have to do their job, and which was understandable. But when you, when you have that, you don't know who you're dealing with. You don't know their mindset. So any tables can turn. But I know that for one thing, having a praying mind changed the situation around, believing and trusting in God, changed the situation. Walking in forgiveness changed the situation. I got to a point where I just kept my mind on God. I said, God, I'm not even worried about it because I know the truth. I know the truth. I know that this is a lie. I know I'm being accused. And I said, God, I know you're going to work it out. I said, well, the one thing, like I said, is important to me is his soul being saved and me having forgiveness for him. It's very important that you walk in forgiveness. Don't hold it in. Don't hold it in. Walk in forgiveness. You can have the most hurtfulest thing happen to you or somebody that you love. He was a loved one. He was my father. You can have somebody that you don't know somebody that's not your father, somebody that's close to you, somebody, your neighbors, um, associate, somebody on the job, somebody in the church. You can have um, things happen because I've had things happen um, with each one that I mentioned, and I had to walk in forgiveness. I had to learn. Some situations are harder than others. Sometimes it's not easy to forgive. But because of my relationship, with God is what really helps me 
because I have a prayer life, because I stay in the word. It could have been where it was when I walked in my past, where (laughs) you do something to me, then it's on. But I don't live in my past no more because you hurt me and I'm nice to you, so now I got to have revenge. No, I don't, I don't live that way. And I think a lot of times um, that you still live that lifestyle. You have to really move on. You walk in forgiveness and you keep it moving. Don't hold it in your heart. Don't stay there. Don't stay in that situation. Ask God to help you, help you, help you, help you, help you move on, help you to see, help you to speak forgiveness. Read the word of God to guide you through. Lord, this may be hurting me, but help me. Help give me an understanding of, of, of what I'm going through, of what I'm feeling. You have to look and go forward. Look unto God and go forward. Look unto God and go forward. And the question is, will you forgive? Will you forgive? Will you forgive? And that was the one thing that happened in my life that I want to actually help somebody just by giving that little little um, story of my dad. That didn't change the relationship with us. It didn't change the love that I had for him. Uh, my father passed away in 2015, July 19, 2015. He passed away a couple of months before I talked to him. And then I I believe that month before I was able to talk to him before he couldn't talk anymore. And I think and I praise God for my father. I I really do because he did a lot for me when I as a young girl coming up with many fathers um, don't do for their kids. Some children don't even get to have a relationship like that. We did a lot of things. And so that didn't take the love away from from me, for him. And I thank God that I got to share share memories with him and do different things with him. And we would go every year on trips. And but I did not let this one situation stop me from loving him, stop me from forgiving him. I I know who I am in Christ. I know whose I am. (laughs) So it did not stop me from loving him. I did. I forgave him. I walked in forgiveness. And I kept on walking in forgiveness. And so every time we would have a conversation, every time that we would talk after that, it was just like when I was a little girl. It was just like things were made new. And so I think and I praise God because there were no grudges. There were no grudges at all. You know, who am I to judge? I can't judge. We all go through things. 
we will make mistakes. But I thank and I praise God because I live to tell this story to help somebody else. Someone may say, why did you tell that story about your father? You know what you put out there? Yeah, I know what I put out there, and I know what God told me (laughs) to say, to help somebody else. Help somebody else that is going through, that cannot forgive or don't know how to forgive, want to forgive, but they've just been trying to forgive, and they don't know how to walk that out. Yes, it will hurt sometimes to the core. This is one thing that it did hurt me because he was close to me. He was my father, and the love that I had for him, God, if it wasn't for God, that turned that situation around, turned my heart around. But I think the one thing that really helped me it's because I just knew. I said, no, uh-uh. I said, I knew. And just like I told him, I said, look, you can get cameras. You can go to the place where I went to. I said, you can check. I said, you can check the bank bank statements. You can check the records. I said, whatever you want to do. I said, you're not going to find nothing. And I knew that. I knew it. <laughs> it was like nobody could tell me nothing. I said, God. I said, nobody can help me. I said, no placing person, placing person, excuse me, <laughs> person, place, or thing could help me. I said, but only you, God. I said, you are the only one that could help me. Because it was only a couple of people that knew about the situation. So it's not like I said, oh, yeah, this is what happened. This is what happened. No, mm-mm, no. Just that was a matter for God Himself. So some things are left to be quiet for God to handle, for you and God to handle. Sometimes you may think that other people may need to know about your situation, but some things God leaves to you when you come face to face with a situation, He leaves to you to actually face it and deal with it with Him. And sometimes He wants to see how you would deal with a situation. Always remember forgiveness. Always always remember you don't have to stay there in unforgiveness. You don't have to be bottled down in your heart. You don't have to be weighed down. You don't have to be burdened in a situation. Forgive so you can move on. Because when you forgive, you can move on. You can grow in God. You can be free. You don't have those weights holding you down. You don't have your mind cluttered. You're not confused. You're able to be free to flow in God. You're able to move in higher heights and deeper depths to the next level, to dimensions in God. You're able to, to go forward. And not because when you when you are walking in unforgiveness, you really um, hurt yourself. And a lot of times, when you hold unforgiveness in your heart, it begins to start affecting your body. And that's not what we want. 
We don't want that. We want to be able to walk in forgiveness. <laughs> I love you all. I love you all. I was glad to share the story because not much I'm a talker to talk about different things of my own life or just in general with people, just different things. I'm really a silent person behind closed doors doing things for other people. But this is a story of my life that I really, really um, pray that it helps somebody. I thank God for every listener that has joined in um, to really hear um, what God is saying through the words of walking in forgiveness. Walk in forgiveness. Don't hold the grudge. Don't hold the grudge. Walk in forgiveness. Everybody say, I will forgive. I will walk in forgiveness. I will forgive. I will walk in forgiveness. I will forgive. I will walk in forgiveness. Blessings, blessings to everyone. Until next time, I'm your host, Georgette Mayberry. Bless you.